Peekaboo, I'm here. My broom is out, and the Cubs absolutely dominated the San Francisco Giants, and Matthew and I are here to talk about it. You are Locked On Cubs, your daily Chicago Cubs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Cubs fans. Alongside Sam Olver, I'm Matt Cozy. We are Locked On Cubs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thank you to all our everydayers who listen or watch us all year long, from the regular season to the offseason, and right now, the push to the playoffs. Sam and I are lifelong fans, taking our passion into a discussion with you on all things Cubs. Break out the brooms. Say a Suzuki with the bases loaded, two out, bases clearing double. To the wall in the bottom of the first inning, and the Cubs never looked back and route to a eight to two win over the Giants for a sweep. Cubs improved to 76 and 64, still firmly in the second wild card spot. One and a half games back in the Phillies for the first wild card spot. And now, now they are also one and a half back in the Brewers. The Brewers for the first place in the NL Central. Sam, you got the broom out. And it's uh, much deserved for the Cubs to dominate it on Wednesday. I, I I can't even begin to to describe what what a tremendous performance this was this week. And I also have a fork here because I was eating right before, and I'd like to stick a fork at the Giants because they will not be catching our Chicago Cubs ball club. Um, I. I, I I don't know where do, where do we start, Matt? Sure. Do do we start with the fact that I cashed in my over this afternoon? Let's definitely 70, get to it. Yeah, a, a seventy five and a half. It's now seventy six with twenty two baseball games left. It's a lot of games. Or do we talk about Jordan Wicks, who out of nowhere not only has become an asset and a contributor to our ball club, but a guy that I feel really good about when he takes the ball. Mm-hmm. We talk about Seiya Suzuki for the third time in three days on this show as he continues to lift this club and say, hey, fellas, early in the year, you needed to pick me up, hop on my back, and I'm going to take you to October. <laughs> or do we just go back oh, to the boy. normal? Do we, do we just go back to the normal routine? Another homer and another double for Bellinger. Right. I, I mean, you there's choose. options. You're the EP, man. So you choose. You're back and you're the EP. I'm here to talk about any of it. Or do we talk about how Gabe Kapler used 67 pitchers and two in it in two ball games? There's certainly that element as well. A little bit comical by the end of uh, that game on Wednesday from the Giants. <laughs> as uh, yeah, I think you could get out all the silverware for them at this point. You know, there's been a lot of highlights from this stretch, obviously, and and we're going to break some of that down in in a couple minutes. But, you know, this game had it all once again. And I I do think we can start with Wicks. 2.16 ERA and 16 in two-thirds innings so far. He went six and two-thirds, allowed nine hits, but no walks on Wednesday. Mm. And... 
I was thinking five innings, three runs or less, which is what he's done his first two starts. Nope. Pitches into the seventh, 90 pitches. Hot if he goes out there, he says, hey, you got two guys left. You got this this one time through the order, finish it. He almost did that. He he came out when the, the third time came up with the leadoff man there, Estrada, and Ross pulled him for Palencia. But just an outstanding job by Wicks to pace the team. There was when this team gets an early lead now, the way that the starting pitching is gone with Assad and Wicks, especially uh, as as people that have emerged that you didn't think about back on March 30th. Obviously, Steele and Hendricks have big places on this club. But the amount of work that Wicks has done in this short stint has been nothing short of impressive. And I have to say this publicly. He is a filthy I have change up. I have not seen a change up like this um, uh, since uh, potentially the the George H W Bush <laughs> administration. And who and who featured that change up? Or is that too I'm much? not sure? Okay. Well, Tom Glavin, Max. Uh, listen, not only was Wicks spectacular today, and I felt good about this outing. I, I placed a little coin on it because the Giants have really struggled against left-handers all season. But the two runs he gave up, you know, the, the, those are two runs in the box score. But he gave up those two runs because he was up seven, eight runs. Mm-hmm. So he's just like, hey, I'm not going to walk people. I'm going to throw strikes. And that's what's going to happen. Right. Um, I, I think we have seen from his last two starts that the first start was an aberration in terms of strikeouts. He's not that type of strikeout pitcher. Mm-hmm. He is more of a, a, a pitch-to-contact guy, which is fine. But again, we sat here. Or I think it was – I think I sat. I don't remember if you were with me or not. It's all a blur at this point. But after that, you know, when we were going into that after that Royal Series, going into Detroit, and Smiley was pitching, and I was very co- concerned about the rotation. And the mm-hmm. rotation has now become the best part of this club. Steele's pitching great. Hendricks has been fine. I would even say above average if the wind's not blowing out to, to solid. Assad has been just a, an absolute blessing to this franchise. And now Jordan Wicks has come on, and he's been really good. The only guy not pitching is the only guy making any money. <laughs> Uh, and that's, uh, right. and that's Tyone. And then the other guy making a bunch of money is not even in the rotation. Um, <laughs> but, uh, it, it's really great to see. And these wins are so big guys. Not only, you know, you heard about me, you know, moan all year about, Hey, close games, close games. Well, now these blowouts actually have value because you save the bet bullpen. You don't have to use any high leverage guys. You know, I don't know if we're going to talk about it later, but they brought up little who looked, you know, Really nasty, yeah. Uh, in, in today's game, and and could be an asset if Brandon Hughes can't get off the 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 IL. But um, you know, no lighter today, no Merriweather today, no Owsley today, and now you know that's huge because now you have a four game series coming up against Arizona, so you don't have to worry. You know, it's like those guys might as well have gotten a day off. So and you won. So it's right. it's 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 a very good situation. Wicks has been very solid, and you know. There's two ways to look at those situations, and and, and, a, and a group thread I'm on was arguing about it. It was like one was like, "Hey, this is so great! They brought these guys up at the right time," or it's like, "Hey, why didn't they bring these guys up earlier?" And it's like my take on that is like, "Hey, man, it, 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 they're playing really well and have been playing really well for a while. I'm going to give everybody credit. And I'm going to give Ross credit too because I, I don't think we realized 
how brutal of a pen situation this was in terms of fatigue the last couple of weeks. And I think Ross is doing a decent job navigating it. He has the, the Cubs have a fine record since mm-hmm. Friday night, and he has not used Adbert Ozzelay one time. Yeah, no, it's it's that that part of it is definitely notable. Yeah. And I Sorry, think I got, I got there, allergies. There is some credit that that that's due there for sure. Looks like it's about to pour here, by the way. Same here. And yeah. Alexander Canario made his major league debut as well. Got to a three-two count, struck out swinging in the bottom of the eighth. Suzuki Bellinger and Hap all had two hits. One of Bellinger's hits was his twenty-fourth home run, and Miguel Amaya also homered, which was his fifth of the season. Cubs did damage off the lefty Alex Wood early, which was nice to see. He's not very good anymore. He's not great, but oh. it's it's good to see them make some adjustments against a lefty. Yep. Cubs are 33 and 14 since July 18th, which uh you said the other day on the live 100 win pace, and it is. It's a 114 win pace Cubs actual pace right now is 88 wins yeah, it's gonna be and higher. let's call it the drive to 90 over these last 22 games the Cubs would need to go 14 and 8 to win 90 games which Pretty I incredible. think which I think would win the division yes I think so too you know one and a half back of the division that's less than a series two you, out of you three might do that by Sunday the Brewers the Brewers lost two out of three to Pittsburgh, and we swept a, a, a playoff contending team, which, you know. Um, but w- one thing I want to say is is that, you know, we talked a lot during the preseason and right. about, about stars and about how, well, who's the core? And, and are these guys really good? And you're going to look up at the end of the year, and it's not a coincidence that you're going to probably be in the postseason, knock on wood, and you're going to have a guy that should win the Cy Young, if not finish top two, a guy that's going to finish top five in MVP voting. Absolutely. Your middle, your, your, your middle infield is going to be sharing gold gloves, most likely, if not finishing top two in Horner's case, right? My, my point is, is that, you know, stars are being stars and you're winning baseball games. That's how it works. That's why it gets so frustrating sometimes when guys don't deliver because, you know, If you were to tell me before the year, Cody Bellinger is going to finish top five in the MVP voting, I would have bought my playoff tickets in in, in April. Right. And the Cubs have contacted me about playoff tickets. I could make an investment in 2024 season ticks if I want tickets to playoffs next month. Uh, So, you know, it's interesting. I'm thinking about that. And it's not out of the question. No, I'm thinking about that too. I might treat, I might treat myself. Really? Yeah, no, with all the work we've put in this year, if they, if they're playing a home playoff game, I better get myself there. We should go. Yeah. You, 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 you know, you, you, you can miss me with that. (laughs) You know, and, and listen, listen, player, like, Uh, you know, they're going (laughs) to, you're knocking on wood, but they have a 92% chance now to make the playoffs. They're, I, they're making the playoffs. And I had a 92% chance by the, by the age of 30 to have, you know, a couple more friends and I don't. So, you know, so, you don't, so. you don't count on things like that. I'm not, and by the way, I'm not 30 yet, folks. I'm not even close. I was just, you know, late twenties. Don't start doing that. Okay. <laughs> you know, I'm 23. We could, we could. <laughs> so, you know, That's I'm, I'm ready to t- discuss, uh, not on this episode. This is a tease. Oh, but sure. I get the playoff thing. 
The goals are going to be larger, fam. Yeah. Okay, they got the pieces to make a run. And and let's get to something that you mentioned the other day because it's increasingly likely that the Cubs and Brewers will get both first in the division and the first or second wild card. Yeah. And the, I worst, hope, the worst division in baseball. Rah, 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 rah. And I hope that happens because – I, I don't really want to see Cubs Brewers right after Cubs Brewers to close the year. That'd be awkward. And more importantly, a Cubs Dodgers NLDS instead of Cubs Braves, I think that's a better chance at extending uh, the season. You know, whether it's Cubs Phillies or Cubs either against the, uh, the Marlins, Giants, D-backs, or Reds in that first series. But I'm now trying to figure out ways to extend the magic. And winning this division does that. And there's and there's nothing wrong with that. And my goal for the rest of the season is to now play a home playoff series uh, okay. out of three, which is That's either a good goal. number one wild card or winning that division. And I got to tell you, Matthew, I want that division. I, I think want, so, too. I want those brewers. To be right off the map. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and and it will be a little awkward if it does come down to that final weekend, and then uh, we be, and then we and then we play them again. But I don't think that'll be the case. I think both okay. teams are going to be in a good enough spot where well, I think, it'd be annoying. I, I think the Brewer. I think I think I think it's going to be. I think it's pretty clear right now. It's going to be either Cubs Brewers, then probably Phillies or Cubs Brewers, and then the other one. Like I just don't think. Like I don't see Arizona, Cincy, Miami, San Fran hopping. The Brewers or the you know what I mean? I just think it's going to no. be one, two, three. The only way right. they play is, is if the Brewers win the division and then the Cubs are the third wild card spot. Yeah, it would take a pretty or sizable versa. Uh, yeah. regression for one of those teams, right. Cubs or Brewers. I mean, to go to the third wild card spot. Oh, do I want to beat that team? Uh, I want so, that division. Yeah, I think, and I'll say this: I'm going to say this right now on the air, yeah. and 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 you could everybody can freeze frame it when I'm depressed. If they win this division. No matter what happens in the postseason, it is a smashing success. That's how I feel. Absolutely. If they win this division, you know, they can lose to whoever, whenever. It still be disappointing, but it will not define the season. You you hang up a banner this season after being 26 and 36, and right. that is a smashing success. And outdoing all the preseason projections. And no you know how, how I feel about those. Put that in. Yeah, right. zero negative stock. Doing. Call my financial negative guy. And stock. Take ne- negative stock. Is that a thing? I don't think we could do that. Okay. Coming up next, how about the next series? It's a team from the desert coming up north. Cubs Diamondbacks. Let's get to it next. Today's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors for a championship team. It's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors with eBay Guaranteed Fit. You can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to the My Garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 
The Cubs play the Diamondbacks at 6.40 p.m. Central Thursday, and you can listen Thursday, to every pitch with the Cubs Hometown Broadcast on Sirius XM. On the SXM app, search Cubs, or tune in to Channel 844 and catch the Cubs all season long on Sirius XM. D-backs arrive at Wrigley Field Thursday for a four-game series. That opener is at 6.40, followed by three straight 120 games this weekend, no starter yet on Thursday for the D-backs. It will be Javier Assad for the Cubs. The rest of the probables are as follows. Tyone and Gallon, Steele and Kelly, and Hendricks and Fat. P. Brandon Fat, P-F-A-A-D-T. Corbin Carroll left Wednesday's game with a wrist injury, status unknown. And related or unrelated to that, they are calling up top prospect Jordan Lawler for Thursday night's game. A split would be a acceptable outcome here. And I think there could be a path to three out of four, especially with Steele on Saturday against Kelly. Yeah, I split's fine. Arizona's playing for their playoff life right now. You just don't want to have them win three. I'm, I'm going to be booking a, 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 a lot of meetings between Friday, uh, Friday between about one twenty and, and 4 PM with that matchup. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, you know, th- these four gamers, it's always big to get the first one, set yourself up right. to then, if you just need to win two of the next three, uh, my guess is you'll go into, hopefully you'll go into the weekend, um, you know, one, one and, and go from there. I mean, Arizona, Arizona's an interesting team. I mean, if Carroll's hurt, I mean, that really changes a lot. I mean, I know maybe, like you said, they're bringing up this kid to replace him, who I don't know anything about. Yeah. Uh, but I, I do know, you know, a good amount about Carroll. Um, you know, Christian Walker's got a lot of power. Ketel Marte's a good hitter. They got a very dynamic one-two punch with uh, starting-wise with Gallon and Kelly. You're going to see both of those. Uh, good manager. Um uh, Seawald, the, the the closer they got was from the Mariners at the deadline, but the Cubs are better than this team. Uh, that that that's that that's a fact at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, they're better. They, they I think they have I think they have better players. I think they have a better team by by a you know a, a real margin. So they got to go out and produce. Um, I'm very excited to watch Friday's game though, in the sense not not from the sense that I think it could be good, but it's just really good to start practicing to get to face these ace t- guys because that's Total. who you face. That's who you face in the postseason. You know they 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 were you know they they, they were all right against Webb, um, all right against um, Burns, not great against Woodruff. Like at some point, you know you, you you're these are the guys you're going to be facing. So let's see what you got. Yeah, the first one is important, especially if the D-backs go with a bullpen game. Oh, not or, again. Or promote someone for their major league debut. The Cubs got to be all over that. And, you know, you know, it's so funny. Sorry to cut you off. Yeah. I, d- during Wednesday's, you know, circus of pitchers is if you didn't feel like you were in some sort of dream or or institution or whatever you were in because you, you just kept turning around and there was a new guy in there. <laughs> Then they the Giants brought in twins, <laughs> right? Ty, Tyler Rogers and Trevor Rogers, yeah. and one's throwing righty, runs throwing lefty. Then you got another guy coming in. Then I mean, I thought I thought I was being you know tested for something. I and mean, then I and then we almost thought we almost thought that Brian Wilson was going to be out there. I believe yeah. you said Joe Nathan. Joe Nathan, Juan Marichal. I mean, I mean, <laughs> who knows who's coming in for these Giants? Sim Lincecum, Lincecum, Matt Cain, Matt Cain, Barry, Barry Zito. Zito. 
It's Barry Zito. Remember when Matt Cain threw a perfecto? Yeah, no, the Giants. <laughs> three three championships in six years is no small feat. Yeah, well, Bruce Boshi, you want to talk about a guy that can manage a club. And let's see here. What do we think about Alzali's next appearance? Do you think it will be Thursday night? I don't know. Hopefully, I guess it's it this, depends. Hopefully, it's this weekend. Um, depends on score, I guess. Yeah. I think that here I'll say it like this: the next time they have a safe spot, I think he'll be out there. Okay, good. Yeah, good. no, that's that, that's what I think, and and, and I also, you know. Uh, didn't think Patrick Wisdom would play on Wednesday, and he did. And and, and I didn't think I didn't I, I, I didn't think that Seiya Seiya Suzuki would be the best hitter on this team for now almost a month and a half, and he has been. And 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 you know people, you know I don't know. Well, so right. Well, and, and there's definitely some things to explore as we move, continue to move towards the end of the season. Number one is the offense just keeps popping off and, and there's some numbers to say that this might be the best Cubs offense, or maybe the best Cubs team since, well, I don't want to say the year. I'll have that for next week. Well, it's a better offense that they had in, in, in 18, 19 and 20 with those core guys. Well, there you go. That. Well, there you yeah. go. And I got the numbers to prove it. And no. Yeah, it is. The other, the other thing to go over is we have to address the lefty starting lineup because <laughs> If the Cubs face Clayton Kershaw uh, in 30 days, uh, is Patrick Wisdom really going to start at first? I mean, what are we doing? Kershaw will run through that lineup. I mean, come on. No. So I just want to get that off my, off my hey, system. Hey, I said on the show it would be nice to see Amaya uh, get going with, with the way Gomes yeah. did. You know, he, he hit a ball in, in, the, in the bleachers. Yeah, no, that was good to see. So. All right. Thank you so much for checking out this edition of Lockdown Cubs. We are here each and every weekday talking all things Cubs. Be sure to hit subscribe on YouTube as we make the push to 6,000 subs. And hit follow on Apple and Spotify as we make the push to the top. Please. Of the there. We're also streaming on He's Sam Olber. I'm Matt Cozy. And you yes, are now Lockdown Cubs. Uh, okay.